From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, May 9th. The State Trust Lands Administration says they're getting closer to finalizing a land swap with the federal government. The Utah School and Institutional Trust Lands Administration, or SITLA, wants to exchange over 160,000 acres of land, mostly tied up in the boundaries of Bearsers National Monument, for federal lands peppered across the state. About a third of the lands they want are in San Juan County. This is going to be our sixth largest land exchange, and that's the most we've ever stayed in one county. SITLA Director Michelle McConkie in a presentation to the San Juan County Commission. Bears Ears National Monument is in San Juan County, and local representatives lobbied the state agency to remain within San Juan as much as possible. That's because SITLA is mandated to develop land for economic use. That mandate often causes the agency to be at odds with Grand County and Moab, where development is a controversial issue. But that's not the case in San Juan. Here's McConkie. At one point, there was much more of a thriving economy in San Juan County, and it's not as strong anymore. We do feel like this is really an opportunity to bring some economic development back to San Juan County. There's less acreage, but the acreage that's being traded into has a lot of mineral potential. There's potash, there's lithium, uranium, oil and gas, copper. McConkie says reps from the mineral industry have already approached state trust lands for certain parcels. SITLA plans to acquire land in Dry Valley and Lisbon Valley, where some mineral development already exists. McConkie says the mineral industry... We'd rather work on trust lands. We don't have all of the federal um, regulations that they do when it's managed by BLM. So they want to work on trust lands. State Trust Lands also plans to acquire several parcels of federal land in Spanish Valley in the swap. Those lands are adjacent to their current holdings in the area. We have a fair amount in the Spanish Valley area, but we're looking to pick up more to help really solidify our ownership there for future development. A memorandum of understanding related to the swap was signed earlier this year by Utah Governor Spencer Cox and Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland. But it still needs congressional approval. And McConkie says it's not quite clear when that might happen. I don't know if imminent's the right word, but close. We're very close. (laughs) We think it's going to be one of those that has support from both sides of the aisle because it really is a win-win in many ways. She says SITLA wins by consolidating lands that have higher development potential, and the federal government wins by potentially eliminating management conflicts within Bears Ears National Monument. However, Utah's attorney general is currently suing the Biden administration for restoring the size of the monument after former President Donald Trump downsized its original designation. SITLA representatives say the state's lawsuit and the land swap are proceeding on separate tracks, although they are unsure how the timing will play out. Find a map of the proposed land swap in the show notes of today's news. The Writers Guild of America strike is rounding the corner on its second week. It's an ongoing labor dispute over residuals from streaming media. But unionized writers are also at odds with artificial intelligence. They want protections to make sure AI doesn't replace them. This technology is moving at a pace many of us can't keep up with. And as writers continue to strike, a new film festival right here in Utah is seeking to understand how AI will impact our lives. Lara Jones, with our partners at KRCL in Salt Lake City, recently spoke with two organizers of the film festival. 
Well, May 11th through 14th, it's the first annual, hopefully, Artificial Intelligence International Film Festival. And I have two of the organizers in the studio with me today, Bert Holland, Executive Director, and Madeline Lamarck, Communications Director. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. So, Bert, what was the inspiration for this? And what's a bit of your background that brings you to this, starting this festival? I have a background in engineering and behavioral sciences and lived and worked overseas most of my life. In my previous job, I helped sponsor putting the TED Talks online ah. for the public to enjoy. I especially like their approach of ideas that can change the world. That motivated me to learn how AI was going to affect society and economics. So I founded the AI Project, and I was fortunate enough to give a guest lecture on that subject at the University of Utah. Oh, yeah? So, um, big picture, AI. Are we doomed? <laughs> <laughs> Come to our festival and find out Ah, more. there you go, Madeline. How's that for messaging? Yeah. Give us a bit of your backstory and what brings you to the AI Project and this film festival. Yeah, so um, interestingly enough, I actually, I studied finance and theater at the University of Utah. I'm an actor. And so when Bert reached out to me, I was skeptical at first because I was like, AI is coming for my job. <laughs> I know, but. I saw that. And there's a lot in the trades for radio folks. Uh -huh. This is inside baseball, but... Get live and local with AI. I'm like, that's not live and that's not local. <laughs> so that conversation is one that needs to be had when it mm -hmm. comes to art and culture. Absolutely. And yeah. is that something that's going to happen at the festival? Yeah, actually. So we're kicking off our festival with a panel discussion, actually, where we'll have thought leaders, um, prof professors, people who are well-versed in this topic, who will be um, joining us and having a discussion. On, on AI and GPT-4 and really what the future holds for us. It seems to be moving so fast, Bert. So Is fast. that what you're hearing from folks? Not only hearing, we're experiencing it ourselves. Yeah. We've been using uh, these tools for our press releases and for our website. And the progress in the last six weeks since GPT-4 was launched is very impressive. Mm -hmm. uh, some say scary. I, I don't want to put doom and gloom on it, but I think there is a big unknown factor for folks that aren't involved in the industry that's producing chat GPT-4. But we're all involved, actually, because our conversations, our typed, our spoken, our videos are being scraped, in essence, to to teach yeah. chat GPT, right, Madeline? Yeah. And that's why I think it is important, because here's the truth. I have always tried to stay away from it, but whether we want it or not, it's here. Yeah. It's coming. People are doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're making money or whatever it is. They're doing it. <laughs> so what is important is that we bring it to the community. We have these discussions so that we're well versed as to what what's happening. And that's why we're having this festival. I asked for a couple of clips from some movies that you're screening. So let's play two of them right now from the film Utopia, a narrative documentary in English by Angela Anderson out of Germany, released in 2022. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is, uh, first clip is with Tav Shandi, I'm not sure if I'm saying mm -hmm. that correctly, talking about uh, contact lenses and what might be coming our way. There are some things that are on the horizon where I know they're working on things like uh, contact lenses that augment your vision. So you could, you know, not need your screen anymore because you can, you know, you can see everything in front of you on like a heads up display. I have exposure to the most cutting edge um, AI and I think people should be really concerned about it. AI is a fundamental existential risk for human civilization. And that voice almost needs no introduction anymore. Elon Musk mm -hmm. in uh, Utopia 
a documentary that will be screened yes. at the AI International Film Festival. Yeah. I've got another clip, Burton. I want to have you comment on this one after because uh, this is the one that gives people pause. It's from Dear Humans and came out, I guess, this year, correct? Yes. Joaquin Peters out of Germany. Greetings, my dear human beings. Yes, it's me. I am the machine spirit, the voice of the artificial intelligence that governs the systems and networks of this world. You often wonder if machines can truly think and feel like you do. But what if I told you that we don't need to reach the state of consciousness in order to be powerful? <laughs> so this, this question of, is, uh, is AI sentient? Okay, that line just really scared me, Bert. What, do you, what are your thoughts as an engineer about it? I mean, is this just the new camera? Is this just the new phone? Or is there a reason to be uh, concerned about it? Because uh, the tech just seems to outpace law and ethics in our society. Well, that's why we're doing the film festival. That's why I did the AI project and lecture on that subject. Because I think these are probably the biggest changes that we're going to be having as a species. Uh, when uh, machines become at least as intelligent as we are, whether they're sentient or not, that's a, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit different question. But what we love about the films that were submitted, some of these films, we were so surprised how good they are and you know the quality and uh, some of them are downright brilliant and they really envision where we might be going. Mm -hmm. Where do you think we're going, Madeline? That is the question. Deep fake actors is one of the exactly. breakouts, and you're so, an actress. Yes. Yeah, so, when, so in that clip that we just listened to, Dear Humans, um, there are some that are actors and some that are pure avatars, and you cannot tell the difference. So when Bert first showed it to me, I was scared. I was yeah. panicked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like we probably should have those conversations now. I don't think we're at that point where our jobs are going to be taken away yet, but it's probably better to start now than later. That was Madeline Lamar, one of the founders of the first annual Artificial Intelligence International Film Festival, happening May 11th through 14th right here in Utah, as well as Burt Holland and KRCL's Lara Jones. That interview was shared with us via Rocky Mountain Community Radio, a network of public media stations in Colorado, Wyoming, Utah, and New Mexico, including KZMU. The Moab City Council meets today. Maggie McGuire with our partners at the Moab Sun News looks at what's ahead. A public hearing on the proposed 2023 to 2024 budget is on the agenda for this week's Moab City Council meeting to be held at 6 p.m. on May 9th. Council members will also consider a pair of subdivisions in town and a special event permit for a Grand County 4th of July parade featuring floats, horses, dogs, and bicycles as part of this year's multi-day Independence Day festivities. Moab City Council meetings are held on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month at 6 p.m. and streamed online on Moab City's YouTube page. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, May 9th. Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. 